Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to Calibre's second quarter 2021 earnings call. At this time, all participants are in lesson only mode. Following the presentation, we will conduct a question and answer session open to analysts only. Instructions will be provided at that time for you to queue up for questions. If anyone has any difficulties hearing the conference, please press star followed by zero for operator assistance at any time. For turning the meeting over to management. I would like to remind listeners that this conference call contains forward-looking information within the meaning of applicable Canadian securities law and subject to a number of risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from those anticipated. I refer the audience to the forward-looking statement as detailed in the presentation supporting the conference call and available on the company's website in the investor section under events and presentation at www.colabar.com. Furthermore, risks are discussed throughout the MDNA for the 12 and 24 week periods under June 12, 2021, under the heading Risks. I would like to remind everyone that this conference call is being recorded today, July 22, 2021. I will now turn the conference over to Louis Frenet, President and CEO. Please go ahead, sir. Thank you, uh, Anas, and good morning, everyone, and welcome to uh, Calabar Group's 2021 second quarter conference call. This is Louis Frenet, President and Chief Executive Officer. Last evening, we released our earnings results for the 12-week period ended June 12, 2021. The press release and disclosure documents can be found on our, our website and on uh, cdir.com. Joining me today on this call is Pierre Blanchet, who recently joined Calabar as Senior Vice President and Chief Financial Officer. Pierre has over 25 years of experience in corporate finance uh, and was most recently Senior Vice President, Global Treasury and Taxation at Sierra Capital Corporation. Pierre uh, also has an extensive experience in operations, team building, M&A, deal structuring, and financing with a long-standing track record of uh, successful integration and value creation. He is a strong and complementary addition to our team, and we can quickly put his experience to contribution as we execute our strategic growth and optimization plan. Because, uh, bef before I discuss our highlights for the quarter, I would like to take a moment to thank all of our team members for their dedication and hard work during these uh, unprecedented times. As soon as the government started easing restriction at the end of May, our team members were up and running and ready to help our restaurant customer reopen to their on-premise dining operation. Like many industries, uh, we are dealing with uh, supply chain and labor challenges. In this context, I'm even more grateful for all our team members' efforts. And now for a quick review of uh, this quarter's results. I'm very happy with our financial and operational performance 
in the second quarter of 2021. Our consolidated revenues have grown by 13.2%, primarily from the easing of restriction affecting the restaurant industry. Our adjusted EBITDA margin, excluding subsidies, have improved by almost 50% year over year to reach 5% of uh, consolidated revenues, up from 3.4% last year. And because of our ability to uh, right-size our business prior to the pandemic uh, and properly align our cost structure since the start of the health crisis, we have maintained a comfortable leverage ratio of uh, two times. During the last few years, Calabao made important decisions that allowed the company to successfully execute its turnaround. These decisions include selling non-core assets to reimburse debt, terminating non-profitable contracts, and improving our customer mix to raise profitability. During the pandemic, we dedicated additional efforts to diversify our channels and gain new institutional and retail clients. We improved our mix of products sold, started developing new territories, and refinanced our debt. We also implemented significant and sustainable cost-saving measures that have allowed us to maintain a good level of profitability and solid balance sheet. We are emerging from the worst of the health crisis with an improved business model and streamlined operations. We are now in a good position to benefit from the recovery in the restaurant and hospitality industry. Although we remain cautiously optimistic, Considering the industry's ongoing challenges and potential threats of new variants, our geographical diversification outside the bigger centers and our mix of institutional and retail customers allow, allows us to mitigate some of the potential lingering risks. Looking ahead, our focus can now return to growing our distribution business, which in, which in the longer term should set the stage or further operational leverage. In order to do so, and as explained on this call last quarter, we have prudently invested in various growth initiatives, such as hiring sales and marketing professionals and implemented cross-selling initiatives. We have also better aligned our offering with changes in consumer preferences and uh, are repositioning our private label. These organic growth initiatives should start paying dividends in 2022. I'm happy to say that we are entering the second half of 2021 in a good position and ready for the recovery of the restaurant uh, and hospitality industry. With this, Pierre, I turn the call over to you for a review of uh, our financial results. Thank you, Louis, and good morning, everyone. I'm pleased to have joined the Calabar team, and I'm very excited about the prospects of our business. I will now review our financial results for the second quarter of 2021. Second quarter consolidated sales from continuing operations were up 13.2% to 108.1 million. Sales in the distribution segment increased by 21.7%, to 73.3 million, mainly from the gradual reopening of restaurants since the end of May, 
and generally less restrictive environment during the second quarter of 2021 compared to last year. Sales in the wholesale segment increased by 5.7% to 45.5 million. Again, primarily from the easing of lockdown measures, from the growth of certain customer accounts and small customer gains, mitigated by the partial loss of volume from a single customer. Intercompany elimination increased by 2.9 million to 10.7 million, resulting from higher volume of sales in both segments. Adjusted EBITDA from continuing operation reached 6.7 million, or 6.2% of sales, compared to 7.6 million, or 8%, in the second quarter of last year. Excluding subsidies, which were higher last year, our adjusted EBITDA grew to 5% from 3.4% in the second quarter of 2020, from higher level of sales and higher gross margins. Net earnings from continuing operation was 1.6 million and in line with last year's second quarter. Net earnings stood at 1.7 million up from a net loss of 2.9 million in the second quarter of last year, resulting primarily from abandoned activities, which last year generated a loss of 4.5 million. Cash flow from operating activities required 2.9 million in the second quarter of 2021, while 3.2 million was generated in the equivalent quarter of last year. Higher working capital was required in anticipation of the reopening of restaurant activities and of the summer season. As at June 12, 2021, our net debt amounted to 57.2 million compared to 52.1 million at the end of fiscal 2020. All outstanding convertible debentures were redeemed at the start of the second quarter on March 23, 2021. Our financial ratios stands at two times versus 1.8 times at the end of fiscal 2021, resulting from higher use of the lending facility to fund the working capital requirement. Finally, the pandemic will continue to have somewhat of an impact on our results. We remain dedicated to maintaining a prudent approach to managing our cost structure and protecting our financial situation. I would now like to turn the call over to the operator for the Q&A period. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer period for analysts only. Should you have any questions, please press star followed by one on your touchtone phone. You will hear a three-tone prompt acknowledging your request and your questions will be polled in the order they are received. Should you wish to decline from the polling process, please press star followed by two. If you're using a speakerphone, please lift your hands up before pressing any keys. One moment for your first question. Your first question comes from Kyle McPhee with Cormac Securities. Kyle, please go ahead. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Hi guys, thanks for the prepared remarks. Um, I have a list of questions here. So, so starting on the revenue growth you delivered, uh, great to see you shifted back to growth. Um, th that growth this quarter included gains from, from lapping last year's COVID dynamics. But beyond that, um, you know, are there pockets of organic growth buried, buried in the numbers beyond that COVID stuff? So growth from stuff like new clients uh, uh, and gains with existing clients beyond pre-COVID levels. Uh, and if so, can you maybe help us understand how meaningful that growth is uh, and whether or not it's accelerating? Hi, Kyle. Uh, thanks for your question. Uh, yes, uh, we have growth uh, in both segments, the wholesale and distribution uh, segments. Uh, uh, there, there's a, a bit of, uh, there's gains of organic growth with new customers in both uh, business distribution and wholesale. Uh, also, it's uh, the results are helped uh, with the uh, restaurant reopening uh, gradually, so uh, that's helping, and that covers uh, uh, the loss, like Pierre said, the, the loss of a part of business in a, with with a customer in the wholesale business. So there's a, a mix of everything, but it's uh, positives uh, on distribution and wholesale. And maybe this is hard to do, but if you were to isolate, you know. All the COVID stuff and all these, uh, you know, new clients, um, you know, how much is that organic growth? Is it, is it still very slim? Is it a, you know, maybe a few points of year over year growth, any color there? Well, we're happy with the, the, the results that we have, uh, and it's in line with our plan, uh, of, uh, gaining some business, uh, especially on the distribution side. Uh, uh, this is, uh, Affected though uh, with the restaurants as they are not 100% reopened, so they're gradually reopening, and uh, there's a mix of uh, uh, of supplies uh, from uh, our suppliers, uh, the service levels, and uh, uh, the supply chain is a bit affected. So, uh, but we're in line. The, at the end of the day, we're in line with our plan, and we're happy with that. Got it. Okay. Um, and just to, to follow up on these growth efforts. In, in recent quarters, you added some sales bodies, um, you, you know, to help that broadline business push into Western Quebec. Can you update us on how those sales bodies are performing? Um, and also, are you adding are you adding even more bodies beyond what you already did last quarter? Okay. Uh, yes, it's uh, it's going as planned, uh, and uh, we're happy with the uh, with the performance of the new sales bodies. And uh, to answer the second part of your question, if we'll add more bodies, well, we have in our uh, our plan, we had the milestones, uh, steps uh, on, you know, to make decision on when we will put put more bodies. So uh, uh, we, we will hire when uh, the, the sales reps and will have the full uh, plate and we'll add more people. But uh, that will come in time. And uh, uh, we're happy with uh, the decision we made. Got it. Okay. And, and one last follow-up on, on the growth efforts. Can, can you offer any commentary on your initial efforts to, to boost the cross-selling between your, your specialty and broadline uh, businesses, which I don't think historically had much overlap? Yeah, it's a bit the, the same answer as the previous answer. We're uh, uh, we just started, and uh, 
we're happy with uh, the results and we're confirming that we'll continue to do that as uh, we see some efficiencies, uh, savings, and uh, the, the idea is that uh, more salespeople uh, sell products from other divisions and uh, we see the, the progress is slowly, uh, so, slowly growing, but it is as planned. So we're satisfied again with that uh, strategic decision we made uh, to do this. Got it. Okay. And then shifting gears to, to the COVID reopening, um, you know, what, what is the state of COVID restrictions in your core regions throughout Quebec? Um, and as the opening is progressing, is there anything surprising uh, as you see businesses reopen or is it pretty much business and all your clients getting back to the old status quo? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the, what we have to take into consideration is that the, the reopening is not as easy for the, the, the restaurant's owner as the, uh, as they, 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 they are short on uh, uh, finding uh, employees to work in their restaurants. So the, the situation is that uh, uh, most of our business is not in Montreal, the downtown, it's in the region. So uh, that's helping us because uh, uh, they, they, they don't have office hours uh, uh, like you have in Montreal, as an example. So uh, the large centers are more affected. So good, good for us for now. We're stronger in the, the, the smaller region. So uh, it's reopening gradually. Uh, it's not. It doesn't go from zero to uh, or 50 percent to 100 percent. It goes from 50 to 85 uh, percent. Uh, so it's uh, gradually reopening. Uh, the tourists are not in, we don't have tourists in Canada, so uh, you know that, and uh, there's a shortage of employees. So uh, what could be, uh, what, what could affect the, uh, the future is, uh, and, and as I said, we're not in the big centers yet, but uh, the, the people returning to work uh, at the office and the towers, uh, we don't know when that will happen. Uh, and uh, and there's uh, probably uh, 10 to 15 percent of the restaurants that are not that are uh, that, uh, that did not reopen. So uh, we'll see the numbers uh, will get smaller over time. But uh, uh, there, there's lots of factors to uh, to consider. Okay, thanks for that, Color. Um, uh, on your gross margin, it increased again, uh, more than I expected again. So I'm, I'm wondering if there's anything unusual in, in the gross margin mix this quarter, or is Q2 kind of a, a good representation of your, your current mix of business and, and where you have your platform right now? Good morning, Kyle. It's Pierre. I will, uh, I will answer this uh, question. Uh, it's, uh, essentially, it's, the, uh, it's really the, 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 the client mix that uh, made uh, that uh, evolution of the gross margin. Uh, uh, volume, obviously, restaurants, smaller distributors, a little bit more of our private label sales. Um, so uh, uh, these these can explain. Uh, and as you know, in the past, uh, a lot of work, a lot of heavy lifting was done to uh, to eliminate uh, the, the 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 lower uh, the lower uh, revenue generating. Uh, assets uh, 
so, um, so I think it's a uh, that that explains the reason. And we are still in a uh, in an environment where the capacity is uh, is uh, reduced, as Louis just explained. So uh, l- low or no tourism yet. Um, so so it's uh, it, it's hard to know that is this is this uh, quarter is this a, an appropriate uh, reflection of uh, the continuing gross profit. Got it. Uh, okay. Um, on 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 your labor supply and costs, uh, I'm just hoping for an update there. So specifically, your ability to find you know supply of labor as, as volume ramps back up. You mentioned restaurants are having trouble, but but wondering if you have the the necessary supply of labor to ramp your own business back up. And then also the the cost of labor and, and whether or not it, it's you know starting to to eat into margin or or you expect it to eat into margin. Yes, kind of like uh, uh, all other labor-intensive businesses, there is a labor shortage. Uh, we did uh, put in place a, high, a strong hiring program, but this is still difficult. This is still a difficult situation that we're facing and have to deal with. Uh, we, we we have many many programs to uh, increase uh, and being faster at hiring. So we have incentives for a referral. Uh, we have a radio campaign. Uh, we're working with agencies to uh, to find more people, and uh, and we did other activities like uh, open door day. So, uh, and we're also working on uh, improving our uh, uh, employer's brand. So, uh, uh, so we're working hard on that. Uh, yes, there we we like like in my. Uh, comments earlier uh, very happy with uh, my employees that uh, are working extremely hard and yes we're paying uh, uh, overtime but it comes with the, the new the, the business and uh, we're, uh, we're we're good but the, the, this is a key priority for the whole industry uh, to, to, to find uh, to find more employees and uh, the a bit of color around the reopening. The reopening is happening uh, in the high, high season. Uh, so, uh, in usually when back to school comes, uh, the, the business comes back to, to a uh, normal level, and uh, uh, it will be more manageable than, uh, than than it is now. And that's for the whole industry and across Canada. Got it. Okay. Uh, and last question from me uh, on your capex: Can you offer any updated guidance on, on the capex spend for for, for this year and, and maybe even next year? Yeah, for sure, Kyle. Um, well, as you're 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 aware, I mean, it's a very low uh, capex intensive uh, uh, business. Um, we are are, and as I mentioned in my in my prepared remarks. We're taking a very prudent approach uh, with, you know, the the uh, the conditions that we are we are in now. So, um, you know, obviously, when we allocate capital to capex, we expect uh, to have a uh, because we're going to get a, a good return on that money that we are spending. Um, so, so, uh, so the first half of the year was very light uh, in capex. We expect in the second half to deploy a little bit more. But we are also monitoring the situation 
uh, of the of the business to make sure that we don't uh, we don't get ahead of ourselves on uh, on on investing in certain areas of the business where where we will not see the benefit uh, as soon as we deploy the cash. Got it. Okay. And, and and you probably don't have exact numbers to give me or anything, but but for next year, you know, is there anything big and, and chunky, or is it kind of going to be similar, or maybe only a little bit higher than this year? Well, it's difficult for me to say. I'm uh, I recently joined, as you're aware, so so uh, uh, telling you uh, exactly uh, where we believe next year. Um, I don't uh, I, I don't foresee. Uh, any any major item if you know we can we can leave it at that okay that's that's good enough for now all right that's all my questions uh great update and, and appreciate all the answers thanks guys thank you thank you there are no further questions at this time mr frenet you may proceed thank you anas and uh, thanks Kyle, for uh for your questions uh our good financial performance in the second quarter demonstrates the resiliency and agility of our business model. The improvements made to our business over the last two years are positioning us well moving forward, especially as the restaurants and hospitality industry recovers from the pandemic. Looking ahead, we remain committed to pursuing our strategic growth plan by focusing on our broadline distribution activities in Quebec delivering efficiencies, improving our employer's brand, and creating shareholders' value. This concludes our call for the second quarter of 2021. Thank you for joining us. Stay safe and healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes your conference call for today. We thank you for participating and ask that you please disconnect your lines. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.